Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Saints of the Most High God, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. The Lord is so good, and I'm I'm happy to say that uh, we're not. Uh, how did I want to say this, woman? We're going forward with Him. That's what I wanted to say. Um. I don't have any announcements. If I do, I forgot one of them. But we aren't going to worry about that either. Uh, The Holy Spirit will bring to memory whatever I need and whatever I need to remind you of. Uh, I want um, those of you, back to that later. I've decided I'll, I'll just wait on that one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very kindly. Anyway. A special welcome to our first-time listeners this evening. We are a Christian, international, Protestant, non-denominational church. And we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that is in your time zone. Those of you that are not able to join us live, we encourage you to recast our broadcast at MiracleInternetChurch.com, and when the page comes up, click uh, Archive Sermons, scroll down to the selected sermon, and listen. Amen? Praise God. You don't ever have to miss a broadcast or a message. Amen? And um, also... We invite you to join us in our chat room if you're live. And our chat room is found at MiracleInternetChurch.com. And across the banner, when the page comes up, it'll say MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, guest, when the page changes again, sign in using your own name. Yes, one of those names that appeared on your birth certificate. And we will bless the Lord for you. If you're on a cell phone, you may do the same. Uh, when uh, the page comes up, you go to your browser and you look for Miracle Internet Church. And when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Amen. And you click that link, and it opens up all the other links to you, and you may follow the same directions pretty much. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for his goodness to us, his kindness, and his presence in our midst. You know, there are a lot of broadcasts that go on, but God doesn't come to spend time there. We're different. God actually shows up in our midst. He actually comes in. And so we want to thank him for that. We want to thank him for his presence. We want to welcome the Holy Spirit. 
So let's go before the Lord in prayer, saints. I can't think of the announcement, so we won't worry about it. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your abiding presence with us. No matter the circumstances, sometimes circumstances, Lord, can become a bit challenging. But even in those times, you're right there holding on to us, taking us through whatever it is we we need to go through. Sometimes we are so busy and so overwhelmed with the situation that we can't quite think. But you know, Lord, you're there to remind us of those vital things that we need to know, that we need to be reminded of and things we need to do. So, Father, we just lift up everyone who's going through a stressful situation about right now. I want to lift up uh, a friend of this ministry's father-in-law who had a stroke. And, Father, we ask you to heal him in the name of Jesus Christ. He's an elderly gentleman. But, Father, we ask that you touch his body, We declare that by the stripes of Jesus, he has been healed, and healing is for all. Amen? Amen. And there may be others, Father, uh, that uh, have been attacked in their bodies, and uh, presently they're not coming to mind. But we want to lift them up to you. We want to lift up Brother Marshall's wife to you. We want to lift up Amanda. Amen? We want to lift up people, Lord, that uh, that need your help. They need your help. Some have faith, some have none. But we're asking you, Father, to touch them and to do those things that the word says that you do. We give you praise. We give you glory. Uh, in Georgia, we want to thank the Lord for helping mother to stronger health. Amen. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jesus. She's a strong Christian woman, and she's come to visit us several times. And we want to thank the Lord for touching her body right now, even as we speak in Jesus' name. There is no distance in prayer, Father. There's no distance in prayer. We want to thank you, Lord. Yeri kise burro la rionda re kise de rediai, ikama rosoledio sutra manekia shai. Relerio sutro brisha de rabrikin. Relerio sundre brikiasi. Father, we lift up the sister's uh, mother to you. We ask you to bring her into the kingdom in Jesus' name. Relerio surre la rianda re kibe bebe baborola, rakakuro sonaredio sundre brikia. Ricky all up and down the East Coast. Ricky, 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 Ricky,
Roke de la brusha la rienguerra curro hosi. Reke de la brusha de la brusha de la rocorroke. Reke si de la brike orla la rienda rocorra. Yikuro la riosun de la brusha. We lift up Favi to you, Lord, and your continued healing in her body. Re la riosurra la riasa rocoto. Reke de rosola de diesike burro la riasa. Arrecorrequise de la brusha casa la we lift up Brother Sam. Arrega rugunda rukushete. Rike sile redioso la radiosun de rebri. Reke de rebrusha la radiosun de rebri. Reke de rediosa reaka. Ringe de rebrusha de rebroka. Carrugor regese de rebri. Raka de rebrusha la radiosun de rebri. Father, we ask that you release to him the, the, the help that he needs from the medical community, Father. Where they come up slack, Lord, we ask you to step in and make up the difference in Jesus' holy name. We bind every hindrance to his recovery in Jesus' name. We lift up a right foot to you in the name of Jesus, Father. Runga de rebrisha de rebrica de rediola ledio suto. Risa de rebrisha de rebrica de rediola ledio suto. Riki. Relalario sunda rebrisha de rebroca baba barusa ledie. Raka. We live dagmar. Rukasi. Arisi de rebri. Rike de rebrusha ledio sunda ledio sunda rebrisha. Ralalario sunda. Rugur. Rakahari city. Ruka de rebrisha ledio sunda. Raka barusa ledio sunda rebraca kiasha. Reke si de rebrisha de rebraca de we lift up another friend, Sandra, uh, who's recently had uh, the flu with a sinus infection. And it went all throughout the family. So, Father, we ask you to touch that family and to heal them. We lift up to you, Father, those that need to find a new home, a new residence. Runga de rebrusha de diosola de diacur regista de rebri, racacur rugunde recede de brisha de rebrikea, ralalariosun de rebrisha de rebriki de diola de diosun de rebrishe, racatarabarosa de the steps of a good person, a good saint, or order of the Lord, rolalariosun de rebrisha de dio, racaca rugunde rosella de diosun de rebrisha de rebra, tiba bababababaroca de diosola de diosutorobri, racaterebrisha de diosola de diosula de diosuta. Rakata, Father, we lift up those who need uh, your touch, your healing touch, in their privates, in Jesus' name. Roba baba brunge de reselare de acura, relele de osunde de brisha de rabrike de, even in their urinary chairs. Roca de reselare de osunde de rabrike, roca de rabrisha de rabrikisata, rike de rediando. We lift up to you, Father, those that have suffered uh, from demonic attacks. Rigia rakura. We return them to sender in the name of Jesus. We close every open door. Father, we lift up to you those that need healing in the finances. 
Rumba baba bruko de rebrisha la dia. Runga de rebrisha la dia sunda da brisha da da brika de diola la dia sa. Ruba baba rugo 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 rogota. Rela da dia sunda de brisha de diosa la dia sota da bri. Rakate rise de dia sunda da brisha da da briket briket briket. Raka kurikere la dia sunda da brisha. Raka kurukata da brisha da dia sota da dia sota da bri. Yari gise rugla da dia sunda da brikea. Rala la dia sunda de brisha da da brikete de Father, we thank you that you are a gracious and abundant giver. Gracious, merciful, and abundant. And you see the needs of your children, Father. You see the needs of each of your children. And we thank you, Lord, that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. We want to thank you for each need being met, whatever that need is. Somebody might need new appliances, Lord. We ask you to provide what is needed. There's someone that hasn't heard uh, from a relative in a long time, and uh, they need to hear from them. Father, if there's sadness in any heart, we ask you, Father, to lift that sadness and to replace it with your joy because you have given us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Father, we lift up to you. It's like the end of school now. It's toward the end of the year. And we're approaching that time where everybody has to has to take exams. Father, we ask that you provide what is needed for each student in Jesus' name. We lift up all of our young people that are in school. And we are believing you, Father, for the very best outcome for them in Jesus' name. Teach them, Father, to walk in the Spirit and so that they will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Teach them to actually do what we teach them here. They know to do it, Lord. They just don't. So we ask you, that they're responsible for doing their own spiritual warfare. For those that are graduating, uh, graduating uh, from one level to the next level, 
some graduating from high school, some going to college, some finding a trade. We lift them up to you, Father, in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to release your blessing upon them. Rusa, for they are yours. Some are in the armed services. Some are going into the armed services, Lord. We lift them. College is not easy, Lord, and finding funding is not necessarily the easiest thing to do. But, Lord, we ask that you direct, guide, and counsel and provide whatever is needed in Jesus' name. Father, for those that are going out, uh, passing out tracts and witnessing, we ask that you go with them. We ask that you give them the words to say and make them feel comfortable and, and, and at ease with sharing the gospel with people they may never have met before, Father. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it in Jesus' name. Some have questions, Lord, about their own lives, serious questions. Father, we ask that you provide the needed answers and solutions in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you touch the husbands, and we ask, Lord, that you help them, strengthen them, Lord, where they are weak, to be better husbands, more in line with how you love your bride, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for filling every gap. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. For filling every need, for making uh, the rough places smooth. Yes, Holy Spirit. For making the rough places smooth. In Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for everything you've done, Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for the promise of your word that tells us when we call on you, you will answer us and you will show us great and mighty things. This wonderful promise inspires us to learn to pray more effectively and to experience all you have for us in prayer. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, You do hear us, and because we know that you hear us, we know that we will receive whatever petitions we ask of you. Your word reveals your will to us. 
Therefore, we will pray according to your word. Your word is filled with so many precious prayer promises, Father. Thank you, Lord, for each one. As we meditate on these promises and learn to pray your word and your will, I know your word will never return unto you void. It will always accomplish your purposes. And for this, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, when we need to know what to do in spiritual warfare, thank you for speaking to us by your spirit and prompting us to go to the word so you can show us what you want us to do. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit who helps us to pray more effectively. For when we're not sure how to pray about a matter, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid. We trust the Holy Spirit to lead and to help us in every area of our life, including prayer. Father, we thank you for teaching us how to pray more effectively in Jesus' name. Lord, I just lift up the present superintendent of schools here. She's retiring prematurely, Father, because of some things that have happened with a particular school that even Pastor Pat told us about, Lord. You know, sometimes when you come on a job, Lord, you walk into problems that have been long-standing problems. And sometimes it takes a while to get them resolved, and sometimes you can't get them resolved. But you know how it is, Lord. If you didn't do it, they're going to blame you for it. So she has decided to retire, uh, much to the loss of the students and the teachers and the administrators in this county. But, Lord, we ask you to get make this a pleasant and make this a blessing to her. Make it a blessing to her. Uh, bless her for how she has given of herself and how she has poured out her wisdom into the people that she works with and the people she has served, Lord. Cause her, Lord, to walk in pleasant places. Let her find her lot in pleasant places. And we ask, Father, that you lead her to her wealthy place in Jesus' name. We thank you. We give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, I can remember a time when uh, I was asked to be a manager again at at a pharmacy. And I told them I wasn't going to do it because as they had it set up, it didn't matter who made the mistake, the manager had to take the hit for it. And I just wasn't going to do that. I didn't feel led to do it. But when you are in a position of responsibility, um, usually the buck falls on you. You may not have done it. You may have instructed the person properly, but that doesn't mean they did what you told them to do. So, Father, I thank you for blessing her. She has been a blessing to us and a true leader in Jesus' name. So we give you praise, Lord. We pray that you bring us someone at least as strong and resilient and wonderful as she has been. And I'm sorry we didn't meet her sooner 
because many of the problems we have, we might not have them now. Amen, Lord. So thank you for being God in every situation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm. Heavenly Father, we will not fret. We will not panic. We will not stress as exams approach. Amen. We will not walk in despair nor in hopelessness. We will trust in the Lord. Amen. We will not have nervous attacks so that we break out in rashes and all such things as we try to cram for exams. We will not do that. We will walk in confidence knowing that the Lord will support us. Amen? Amen. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. We thank you, Lord, that you are a shepherd and we shall not want because you've supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down all imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So, Father, right now, we gather up all the thoughts we've had since last week. You know, all of those varied thoughts that went here, there, and everywhere. And we bring them subject to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We command many of those thoughts to just be bound in the name of Jesus. And we send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We forgive, Father, all such that should be forgiven by us. And we thank you for victory in spiritual warfare in Jesus' name. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments, agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy, and we'll pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness, in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep, we bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, 
and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, listening, reporting, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar electronic, digital technology demons and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Lord. Binding all Leviathan spirits and their attacks. All Kundalini and brainwashing spirits and their attacks. All water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils and their attacks. attacks. Passive devils and their attacks. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every attack uh, that JC endures in Jesus' name. We bind the demons that are responsible in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the senders of the demons, those that conjure up the demons and send them to attack. We bind them all. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage. We return them to sender in Jesus' name. We return every attack to the sender. Every attack goes back. Every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack, no matter where it is, how it got there, when it came by, who conjured it up, every attack goes back in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for releasing your warring angels in this ongoing spiritual war in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you removed all protections around the enemy. So we send all those attacks back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ to do to them what they attempted to do to us. We thank you for Lord Jesus for releasing your judgments. We bind up our human shields in Jesus' name. No matter what type, order, rank, whether it's a jinx, a hex, astral projections, we send it back in the name of Jesus. According to the covenant in Jesus' name. Father, we will not tolerate attacks from the enemy as such. We raise the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. Inward organs we bind in Jesus' name. Attacks on our inside organs. We bind sinus attacks, <coughs> ear, nose, and throat attacks, 
Rula radio sondere brishata da brichedere di osodala. Rekedere brichedere di dio. Rekoho rekesata da brisha. Rekedere brishata da dio solare di osodala. We bind inflammation in Jesus' name. Return it to sender. We bind water weight by witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. Rekedere <coughs> In Jesus' name, Rakatur Rusu, Rilenario Sandere Brisha de Rabrika de Riola Ladea, Riki de Rabrisha de Rabrusha de Yosa de Yosota, Ronda Bababa Ruku de Rabrisha, Rilenario Sandere Brisha. Every attack must go back, whatever it is. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack, no matter the origin, we send it back. We disconnect from the attacker. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we send every attack back in Jesus' name. We want to feel Lord for that. We bind all water and marine spirits in their attack, and we release the same fire that came down on Mount Carmel and lapped up all the water upon these attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all sex devils in their attack. We bind incubus and succubus. Attacks of perversion in the name of Jesus Christ. Illegal entry into bodies in Jesus' name. Pressure in the in the private. We bind spirits of lust. Spirits of lust sent to us in the name of Jesus. We bind every spiritual husband in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spiritual wife in the name of Jesus. We put them to the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Break it. Lord, we cover each member of this ministry with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. The fire of God. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, your ministering spirits, and your very presence, Father. You said, Lo, you are with us always, even until the end of the world. Lord, toughen us against attacks in Jesus' name. Toughen us against attacks in the name of Jesus. Toughen us against attacks in the name of Jesus. All attacks in our dreams. We bind every attack in our dreams. Teach us, Lord, to disconnect when we come home from places we've been, from those spirits that we come in contact with. We disconnect ourselves in the name of Jesus, and we loose ourselves from those spirits and entities in Jesus' holy name. We bind water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, spirits in their attacks, sorcery devils, 
and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer and their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components, and everything coming off the satellite, off the cell towers, and through our devices that could harm us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Arabian, Rakata, in Chad, Rakita, Canadian, Mexican, Father, we have the National Day of Prayer coming up soon. Ruka, we ask that you bless it, Lord, that you stir us to prayer, that you call us to prayer, and that you teach your prayer warriors how to pray according to the will of God in Jesus' name. We lift up, Lord, this time we are having, seeking your face, Lord, on behalf of our loved ones. We ask that you heal her. And make her every whit whole in Jesus' name. We thank you for calling us to this time of seeking you on her behalf in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We lift up Taiwan to you in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. And we ask, Father, for your intervention in their lives in Jesus' holy name and on behalf of their nation. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind the evil spirits, which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, we bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his power to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils 
satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done under the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. Lord, we hand that over to you in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic <coughs> We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie, <coughs> Woo. lie against, <coughs> mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fools, in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, everything coming from underneath the ground and through our sewers and through our water sources, and uh, pipes in the water coming into the house, or water spirits using those avenues, we send the fire of God right back down the way you're coming in. We release the fire of God to chase you out, however you're coming in, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We thank you, Lord, for making us effective and victorious in spiritual warfare. All psychic weapons, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, jinx, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, or witchcraft attacks through channeling, and the satellites against the website. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, Nigerian and tribal witchcraft, we return in Jesus' name. All Chaldean witchcraft, we return in Jesus' name. And anything that may be planted under the ground where we live in Jesus' name, if we live on Indian burial ground, 
We disconnect our lives, Lord, from what's coming underneath the ground to attack in Jesus' name. You know, Lord, they throw up these houses in about five minutes, it seems, everywhere, and you, they have the people have no idea what was there before their home was there. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, all the uncleanness in the ground, coming up from the bottom, coming up from the ground, through the pipe, through any manner, through the cable, through the Wi-Fi, however it finds its way in our homes. We bind it up in Jesus' name. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you begin to require real estate agents to supply those that are home buyers a history of what's happened on the property. People buy property where murders have taken place and they don't know it until the neighbors tell them in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, to make that a law in our land in Jesus' name. All kinds of horrible crimes. Some places were actually burial grounds for people. And then they just build a house on top of it. Some places, satanic altars were there. You know, Lord, demons hang around where crimes have taken place. It gives them a place to, uh, to work from, so to speak, <clears throat> in Jesus' name. I just spoke with somebody uh, the other day, Lord, that had uh, found out that he had satanic altars in his front yard. Digging around with the hole and pull something up that had been buried there a long time. So Father, we ask that you forgive us of any ignorance of the of of the property that we own, that evil things have taken place there. Wickedness has taken place there. And we're ignorant of it. In many cases, we don't even know to seek you about such things. But, Father, we ask for your mercy and your forgiveness in this area in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you uncover everything that we need to know about any property or any possessions or anything that we're considering purchasing, or even where we live now.
Ero sola de Dios sonda recorre a dar a brusata a brique. Era sata turquisata. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the new world order, new age movement, great reset, make believe, fantasy, la la land, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga. Transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonitions, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, vile PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Leviathan, the king of pride, and all of his underlings in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We send them back where they came from in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind Every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Atlas, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all false deities, and Baphomet in his 72, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for your intervention, Father. In Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, whatever they may be, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, Design signals. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, all of their gods. We chain their gods in eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. <coughs> Sent them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. I want to thank you for that, Lord. We disconnect ourselves from such in Jesus' name. We bind their rites, their rituals, their ceremonies, and their powers in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips, and the work of the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. All of those people, Lord, they have going around following folks because uh, they're the relative of someone who's in uh, uh, the lodge, and that person isn't interested in joining. They follow them. They spy on them. And, Father, we ask that you call for an end to this. We ask <clears throat> for the judgment of the righteous judge against such behavior. It's stalking. It's a crime. It's a crime. And we ask, Lord, to uh, prosecute and apprehend all such in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, 
work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions, we bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. Uh, there's some kind of holiday coming a, a, along soon because it's at the beginning of May. I can't think of the name, but I bind it. And all the demons that come with it in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There are all kinds of holidays the devil has going. A lot of them to keep up with. And we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We renounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own hands as well as their own mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. Thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. Father, we bind the works of all those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we disconnect ourselves <clears throat> from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in the name of Jesus. We disconnect ourselves, and we send it right back in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation and how we get there. We take authority, dominion, and power over every kind of interference, and we pray that they do not cross our path in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you've released your angels ahead of us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over all the demons of the night during the day, bad dreams, night dreams, to anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We bind all the dreams we can't remember, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind any agent that's not Jesus Christ, that's not the Godhead sending dreams to us. We bind it up in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back where it came from, and we put the dream back on the head and the intent of the dream back on the head of the devil they brought it in the name of Jesus Christ. We attach it to them forevermore in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. For clearing out our dream life in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus clearing out our dream life in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus clearing out 
Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Our dream life in Jesus' name. Baba Baba Rikia. We forbid anyone to try to get into our dreams in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the wall of protection around us. We pull out in the name of Jesus Christ all voodoo pens, all fiery darts, pens, needles, spears, all voodoo, all curses, all witchcraft, all voodoo dolls, all voodoo dolls. Father, we ask that you destroy those dolls in the name of Jesus. And we return the witchcraft and the curses right back where they came from in Jesus' name. We cut and destroy and burn silver cords, ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, we destroy, we tear down walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, psychic thoughts, all witchcraft, death, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, prayers, uh, psychic prayers, fetishes, spells, sorcery, voodoo, magic, all mind control, psychic powers, torments, pain, sickness, and destruction, incense and candle burnings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, chanting, psychic warfare, psychic power, and all potions and tribal rituals and sin in Jesus' name. We return to sender all hate, bitterness, violence, we bind you violence in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind violence. Hatred, bitterness, and anger with violence in Jesus' name. We bind spirits of envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. We send you back in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We send back all spirits of bondage, all spirits of fear in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you break any yokes in our lives and release us to your liberty because you died for us to be free. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, and we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We release the blessings of the Lord upon the people of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. And everybody said amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody said amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We pray, Lord, that all of our students do very well on their exam. I'm certain that they will. And our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 53, Psalm 5-3. And our uh, verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms as well, Psalm 103 and verse 6. Our featured e-book is Power in the name of Jesus Bible study. Everybody needs to read that one. Amen. Everybody needs to read it and the link is in the chat room. Well, tonight, Saints, I bind that in the name of Jesus. Tonight, Saints, we're going to talk about healing for all. Healing for all. Healing 
is the Father's will. We've talked about this. But, you know, just because we talked about it doesn't mean that everybody really believes it. Now, they'll tell you that they believe it, but if you listen to them a bit longer, you'll find out that they've got plenty of doubt and unbelief to go right along with that. Healing is the Father's will. Exodus, the Bible says, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. God makes it quite clear who heals us. He created us. He made our bodies. He made them uh, to function beautifully. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? And he informs us what we ought to know, that I am the Lord that healeth thee. So whenever we need to be healed in any area of our lives, whether it's in our minds, in our emotions, in our body, in our spirit, wherever it is, we need to go to the Lord seeking the healing. Now, I know there are people who believe that the moment they sneeze, they need to jump up and go to the doctors. Well, not necessarily so. We always need to seek the Lord first and foremost. We need to go to the Lord and we need to determine if this is just a physical thing or if this is a spiritual attack or if it's a combination. I'll say that again. We need to go to the Lord to determine if it's merely a physical situation that we're dealing with or perhaps it's a spiritual attack or it could be a combination. Amen? We need to go to the Lord and we need to hear from heaven. We need to gather instructions and we need uh, to receive what God wants us to do, especially in critical times like this. You see, uh, it used to be a time you could go to into a medical facility and feel relatively safe, but you can't now. That has changed. People have gone into a medical facility and stated clearly that they didn't want certain shots. They did not desire that. And lo and behold, somebody does it anyway. That's what has happened. Also, when you go, you don't know what kind of service you're going to get. Now they have these transgender persons uh, waiting on people, uh, bathing people, you know, and uh, you feel you're vulnerable there anyway as it is. But then now you have this foreign entity that you find uh, um, uh, very, um, I don't know how, how you want to say that, Holy Spirit, not pleasing to you. This is not your preference. Told that this person is your nurse of sorts or your whatever, your caretaker. Now what are you going to do? And then the, the, the hospital supervisor will come in and tell you, well, this is all the nurses we have. Well, you need medical attention right then. You need to have a good hold on Jesus. Amen? You need to have a good hold on Jesus. Yes, you do. No matter what the situation is, because, you know, these people, um, when I worked in the hospital, we had to check behind them to make sure they gave the right medication to the right person in the right dose. There's more than one time when I intervened 
and they would have given somebody the wrong dose of a very strong medication. Amen? I'm glad they came and asked me. So you see, you have to be on guard all the time, saints, and you have to depend on the Lord. However, the Lord is telling us, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Some of us don't want to go to the doctor when God wants us to go. That's another issue. That's right. There's some of us when God actually wants us to go, he wants to use the medical community. We resist him, and we are wrong for it. We're supposed to submit to the Lord and obey him, even if you don't like the instruction. Amen? Some people, they've had a, a, a situation with the medical community where things were not done as they should have been done, you know. That happens in every industry. And they carry around sort of a grudge from then on about the situation. Well, did you forgive? Oh, yes, yes, I forgave. But nonetheless, whenever a health situation arises, uh, these people have a hard time. They have a hard time. And so I would encourage them to seek the Lord further so that they could get healed from what hinders them. Amen? You know, saints, you just have to seek the Lord on some things. There are things they're not just going to get up and go away because you wish they would. The effort, you have to seek the Lord. Praise God. And we encourage you to do that here at Miracle Internet Church. The greatest barrier or one of the greatest barriers to the faith of many who seek for healing in the body is there uncertainty in their mind? That's a very big problem. It's an issue. Uncertainty. That's right. And they dwell on it. They dwell on it. They are not fully persuaded that it is God's will to heal everyone. And this is a very widespread problem among Christians. They are not fully persuaded that it is God's will to heal everybody. God wants everybody saved, truth be told. But we know that there are people that are not going to get saved. It's not because God doesn't desire for them to be saved. It's just they don't want to be saved. In some, many cases, that is it. They do not want to be saved at all. Amen. That's just the way it is. And uh, it may not be what the Father desires nor even what the body of Christ desires, but that's that person's will activated. Amen? Amen. So we said there are people that are not fully persuaded that it is God's will to heal everyone. Most of them confess that God does heal some people, okay? So they're kind of like giving God a um, a pass. Okay, well, he does heal some people. Well, actually, his desire is to heal everyone, but not everyone is willing to be healed. 
I knew of a lady once, and she was a Christian, and she'd gotten into an accident of some sort, and she was collecting a, a piece of money for that situation. She didn't want God to heal her right away. She wanted to collect all the money first. Amen. Uh-huh. It's out there. It's in the church. It's in the body of Christ. Because we offered to pray for her, but uh, she wasn't ready for that. She wanted to collect her money. Amen. So that's how that works. Yet, this is not the fullness of what the scriptures teach. The scriptures teach that healing is provided for all. The scriptures teach that healing is provided for all. But you see, everyone does not seek God to be healed. They know that God heals, but a lot of people don't seek him to heal them. And then you say, are you believing the Lord to heal? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. No, there's no active uh, faith and activation uh, that is sort of like dormant. It's like the doormat. Yes, they're outside. They don't have active faith where it comes to healing. And that's just the way they are. And if you try to teach them, they will reject some of the things you attempt to get across to them. Amen. It's real, saints. It's real. It stands to reason that if you believe that God only heals some people, you may well hinder yourself from fully believing God to heal your own body. You will not be able to firmly stand on God's word if you do not know what the word does indeed teach. Amen. In order to believe God, You must believe what God says about himself and what the scriptures reveal concerning his will in your matter. In order to believe God, you must believe what God says about himself and what the scriptures reveal concerning his will in your matter. The power of God can be claimed only where the will of God is known and believed. There are people who know the will of God, but they really don't believe it. They've heard it. They've heard it for years, but they really don't believe it. To them, it's easier to depend on the medical community than it is to seek God. Mm -hmm. Some saints have learned by experience that it is very difficult to get a sinner to believe God unto righteousness without that soul being convinced that Jesus wants to save his soul. Well, that makes sense. 
At some point, the sinner must believe that there is hope for his situation in God. Then he must believe that God wants to do something about it and that he will. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. Amen. So, hope is released when a soul is convinced that an answer to his plight can be found in God. His hope grows into faith when certainty finds its place in his mind and in his heart, when he becomes convinced of the situation. If the present-day unbelief were actually the truth that God only heals some people, then no one has a solid foundation for their belief that God will heal them. If it were really the truth that only God only heals some people, then all the rest of the people just sitting there, well, I don't have anything to bank my faith on. That's right. That's the way that works. But that's not God's point of view. Amen. Faith finds its foundation on the will of God not on what we want. Let me say that again. Faith finds its foundation on the will of God. Faith finds its foundation on the will of God. That's right. Not on what we want. Not on what we want. It's, this is why I keep reiterating, I keep saying to you over and over, when we come to the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room, we come into agreement with the decisions that the Godhead makes about the prayer request. That would be the will of God. We come into agreement with God's will concerning the prayer request and the scriptures that support the prayer request. Amen. We're coming into agreement with the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. So I'll say it yet again. Faith finds its foundation on the will of God, on the will of God, not on what we want. When we are acting in faith, we not only believe that God has the capability to heal, but also that God will heal. When we are acting in faith, we not only believe that God has the capability to heal, but also that God will heal. Now, I'm going to have to tell you a couple of other things. There are times when we go to pray for people, and the people don't want to be healed. They want to go on home to be with the Lord. They're tired of being down here. They figure they've done everything they need to do, and whatever the case may be, 
You want to pray for them to be healed, but what they told Jesus is that they're ready to come home. I know it's happened to me more than once. We had a sister uh, who, um, who uh, what was it, did she get cancer? I can't remember what happened exactly, but she came down with the disease. And she was a good Christian, but she didn't want to be healed. She wanted to go home. And so God honored her request and took her home. Amen, it's so. See, you're not in somebody else's prayer closet. And you have no invitation to be there either. You must realize that God and the the person have a relationship, and they can make their determination. Amen? And it's the truth, too. Amen. I can remember when my grandmother told me, Point blank, that she wasn't going to be here much longer. She was going to leave. And I politely told her that she wasn't going anywhere. And she just looked at me. Well, as time wore on, um, the situation came about where I had to release her to the Lord because she wanted to go home. She didn't want to be here anymore. No matter how much I loved her, and I wanted her to be here for every moment of my life. She wanted to go be with Jesus. And so I had to let her go so that she could go to Jesus, and I did. Some of us have not gotten to that place yet, but you're going to have to grow up. Amen? Amen. Amen. Healing is part of our inheritance in salvation. Healing is part of our inheritance in salvation through Jesus Christ. It comes with our redemption. It is a privilege which we receive when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So, since that is the case, We do not pray if it be thy will. We don't do that. We don't do that if it be thy will stuff. No, we don't. We spend a lot of time in the word learning the will of God, learning how to seek God, learning how to communicate with God. We don't do if it be thy will prayers. That's a religious phrase for those who don't know the word or the will of God. It carries no faith at all. Amen. Luke, and I'm sorry, that's Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. These are the the directions that the disciples were given 
as they went out to minister, healed the sick. They would not have been given this direct if it was not God's intent to heal because Jesus always did those things that pleased the Father. So healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, raising the dead, casting out devils is the will of God. Amen. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. Luke chapter 5 beginning with verse 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Amen. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing, according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So your testimony is important. Jesus thought it was important. Moses thought it was important. We think it's important. You should think it's important. Amen? When God moves in your life, you have a testimony, and you ought to share it with the brethren. Praise the Lord. In the passage in Luke, the leper had this uncertainty that we are discussing. However, he did exhibit more reverence for God and the one whom God had sent than most saints nowadays. Let's look at it. The man was full of leprosy, and you know those people went around declaring unclean. It was the law. They had to who seeing Jesus fell on his face. Hmm. My. When this man saw Jesus, he fell on his face, face to the ground in reverence and holy worship. In reverence and holy worship. You know, um, I've noticed because I've been several places that there are places where the people become just totally caught up in the worship of the Lord. And there are other places where they act like they're watching TV on a big screen. This man, when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face in worship, in reverence, but that's not everywhere the saints gather. Amen? Most saints of today just want what they want from God. 
They are not particularly concerned with honoring God nor God's servants unless it will get them something. They show up to manage the circumstances of their own lives. It has very little to do with honoring God for who he is. See, this man honored Jesus for who Jesus was. But most uh, saints nowadays, they just bust in the door telling you, well, I need this and I need that and I need the other. As if you owe them something. You do not see any true uh, reverence for God and worship for him from many persons. Not all, but many persons. It's all about them. They're not so concerned about honoring God for who he is. The leper, this leper, while maintaining his distance, besought Jesus. He humbly requested the favor of God in his life. He had a death sentence. That's what leprosy was. It was a death sentence. It was a flesh-eating disease. It ate up all your limbs, then it ate up your organs, and then you were dead. But he besought the Lord. He asked for God's favor, saying, Lord, thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Well, let me explain a little bit about that. It was commonly thought at that time that those who had leprosy were so afflicted because of some awful sin which they had done. That was the prevailing opinion. That was the prevailing opinion back then, that if you had leprosy, it's because you've done some terrible crime, and now it's catching up with you. So those people, that man wasn't so sure Jesus would have anything to do with him at all. But that's not how people are acting today. Today, they haven't bothered to find out what the will of God is. They're, they're presuming on God. They're presuming on God. And then they heard somebody else do this, if it be thy will thing. And they just repeat what they hear. They don't even know what they're saying. They just repeat what they hear. They've heard it so much, they think this is what you're supposed to say. Well, not so. Amen? In verse 13, the Lord Jesus responded to the leper's request for favor. Jesus reached out to him. He put forth his hand and touched him. Jesus answered the if thou wilt question of uncertainty by saying, I will be thou clean. The leper said, if thou wilt. Jesus said, I will. This example clearly shows us 
that God desires to heal. Jesus came back with the definitive, I will, and not only spoke it, but demonstrated it. He touched the leper. So, the I will canceled out the if. The I will canceled out the if. Perhaps you, too, will submit to this truth. So we see that Jesus could heal the leper, and he would heal also. He could heal, and he would heal. Yes, saints, he can and he will. He can and he will. He can and he will. That's right. He can heal and he will heal. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, that means you need to deal with your doubt, fear, and unbelief. You need to deal with walking in a carnal mind. Because the carnal mind is always at war with the word of God. It has to find some reason to say, well, you know, this time uh, over there in the scripture, way over here, this didn't happen and that didn't happen. But then they only look at it from one angle. So they don't really see what the picture is showing. Amen. You see, saints, when you come to the word, you have to ask the Lord to open your eyes to see what he's trying to show you. You can't just bring a carnal mind to the word and think you're going to come away with God. It doesn't work like that. Yes, you must pray before you read. You must pray before you read. So, do you believe this in your heart? Do you believe that healing is for everyone, that God desires for everyone to be healed? Do you believe this? Before you're so quick to answer, make sure the Holy Spirit agrees with you. He's the spirit of truth. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 1 Timothy 4, verse 13. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. It reads, Till I come, give attendance to reading. Till I come, give attendance to reading. That's right. You're supposed to read. So we are commanded to read the word of God. We're commanded to read the word of God. If we desire to know what is left to us in a last will and testament of the deceased person, 
We must read the will to find out. If we want to know what we were left by Auntie May, then we're going to have to read the will. And that's the way it works. If we are to know God's will on a matter, we should read the will. That's what we ought to do. The word testament in its legal presentation means a person's will. The scripture contains God's will and testament, will and testament, in which he leaves to us all the blessings of redemption. That's right. God says that healing is in his will for us. That's what the will says. By his stripes you have been healed. But you have to take hold of that truth and make it your own. It's available. But it's not going to run you down and say, hey, you're leaving me behind. Yet many Christians do that without realizing. They assume or they presume, but they don't ask, seek, and knock. They don't seek him until he come and rain righteousness on them. They don't seek him until he shows up in power in their lives, say they believe it. But when it comes down to putting the prayer time into it, they just don't have, they don't have time to do that. They've got other things to do. Amen. There are some people who have allowed their faith, so to speak, to grow dormant. At one point in their life, they had faith to believe God for things. And then after that, they just got busy with life, and they they just left that off, and they left their first love, really. That's what's happened. But they can repent and do their first works over again. Yes, if so, God said that healing is in his will for us. So. For those who say that miracles no longer exist, they do not understand that as long as God is there, as long as God is here, there will, as long as God is, there will be miracles. As long as there is a God, there will be miracles. They don't understand that. How can you say that? Well, our God is a miracle-working God. That's right. He is a miracle-working God. And as long as he is, he'll work miracles. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says as follows. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ, 
the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ healed. He did miracles. He cast out devils yesterday, today, and forever. So to attempt to say that the day of miracles passed away, you're trying to tell me you believe God is dead. Well, that's not the truth either. No, he's very much alive. And he doesn't change. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Malachi chapter 3. Verse 6, for I am the Lord, I change not. For I am the Lord, I change not. Amen? Amen. Our God does not change, nor has he changed. As long as our God is, there will be more miracles. Our God is a miracle-working God forevermore. In fact, in Scripture, he tells us that now that he lives within us, we'll do greater work. So God has not gone off somewhere and decided that he only now is going to heal certain people. No, he has provided healing for all, but all do not avail themselves to his healing power. And that's the way it is. Healing power is available, but all do not avail themselves to it, even when they know about it. Amen? Amen. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 21. The Gospel of John, chapter 21. Beginning with verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 21, beginning with verse 24. This is the disciple which testifieth of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Verse 25, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written every one. I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Our God is a miracle-working God, and as long as he is, there will be miracles. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So I hope that helped you out some. For those who aren't sure God's going to heal, 
I think you need to spend some time with God. If that's what you're wondering about, you haven't spent enough time with him. You haven't spent enough quality time with the Lord. Because as you get to know him, there are going to be things you discover. Amen? You have to spend time getting to know the Lord. You have to know him for yourself. You have to know him for yourself. Amen? Amen. Brother Bill. Hey, Pastor. Yeah, some wonderful prayers. Get to them. Here we are. The uh, praise reports start with Ariana. They took her on a tour of her college. Pleased her heart. The tour was absolutely amazing. We had a fun time looking at the campus. The Lord is also leaving also constantly providing a way to pay for the school financially. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Kevin has a praise report. I want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for what you're doing in regards to TS coming to Florida again. Thank you for all the meetings you've already scheduled. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you to help me schedule more meetings and praise you, Lord, for that. Noel says praise one of my weak points was lack of sleep. Another's been tension and pain in my body. The devil has often been successful in tempting me when I'm in those conditions. I haven't had proper sleep in four days, and that was much strain, pain, weakness in my body, which was under constant demand with arrival of new puppies. At times, I would get overwhelmed, become anxious, and lash out in a nasty lecture at Kevin or AK, every time I did it, I hated it, knowing, in fact, that it was not the real me. My family understands and forgive me, and God is teaching me to rest in him no matter the circumstance. I put the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I shall not be moved. There was another huge breakthrough with Kevin. Twice I was overwhelmed and problems needed to be solved. We could resorted to unfriendly intellectual debate but in debate but instead from my broken down place I said just pray for the solution as soon as he sought the Lord aloud in both situations I was immediately revived and saw what needed to be done it was effortless not by mind nor by power but by his spirit in him we live. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Deborah L. has a praise report. Last night, I posted a prayer for my pup, Winston. He had a piece of bone shard in his throat. After I prayed, he was able to sleep, and today he's fine, been fine all day. Thank you, Lord, for caring for the animals. Truly, you are a merciful God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Noel says, praise, I posted a request for God to give me favor with a business matter. And moments later, he put me in touch with a representative of a company who did everything I needed. That hasn't been the case for months. I'm grateful that the Lord saw fit to resolve 
our ongoing issue. Stacey S. has a praise report. Thank you, saints, for praying for me and my car. My car is working properly in Jesus' name. Thank all of you in MIT. I got my federal tax return. Praise God. Praise God. Amy Miller has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the great weather that I asked for, and it's it's been very beautiful. Both home jobs that were pre-scheduled completed successfully, and glory to God, he's been working on me to show idolatry with food, helping me to surrender to him and guide me to break up that fallow ground that's been there too long. Thank you, Father, for your long-suffering and patience. May I have grace to act peacefully and holy with uh, others who hurt me. And the wicked birds that have been in our stoop twice before, and Pastor Sabrina got rid of them twice, well, I saw one bird on the right side of the stoop pooping a couple of weeks ago. I immediately got a water bottle, went downtown spiritual warfare. I alerted Tiffany, and she immediately joined me in the battle. It took about four minutes. The night before, the bird would not come back. I have been diligently praying Assistant Pastor Bill's prayer over the subject. Thank you, Brother Bill. Every morning and evening thus far, no birds. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now, bro has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for answering prayers yesterday. My wife and I prayed, and he sent his word and healed and delivered our youngest grandchild who had a fever. Praise you, Lord, for that. LM has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I got expungement of one of the old charges. Next is the one that is the governor's pardon. Praise God is so good. And Denise has a praise report. I put a prayer yesterday about my letter not being delivered, and it was delivered this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And Noel says, praise I've been feeling like I needed to listen to a sermon on fear, but didn't know why exactly. Tonight's upcoming topic seemed to be the sermon I needed. Praise the Lord. I thank you, Pastor Sabrina. Thank you for that. And she goes on to say praise over a course of a day or two at the beginning of the fast, things that would previously cause me to be fearful of courts occurred. Bright red blood from my backside filled the toilet a few times. A tender mass formed under my breast. My hand became deformed and with a mound and painful arthritis, making it terribly hard to use. These were all expressions of deliverance and detox. Pastor Sabrina said God was working on me. The hothead Hulk personality was coming out in physical manifestations of information. Hallelujah. Is there anyone greater than our creative and amazing than our God? Nope, nobody is. Caroline has a praise report. I was able to listen for the first time the broadcast last Sunday with my daughter in another country. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God, thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. And my granddaughter's headache is gone. She learned to send back until victory. Her mom has recovered and is now growing in strength. She 
also did some repenting and sent back a tax. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Noel says, all of the puppies are doing well. Petite is noticeably growing and developing correctly. I slept seven sweet hours last night, and all the members of my family woke up today in a spirit of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. James has a testimony. Jesus heard my plea and answered my request and gave me shelter from the rain. Hallelujah. Your faith should stand not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. Praise you, Jesus. You are the light of the world. Marcelina has a prayer report. My neighbor, Mrs. Bertha, is doing well. After several surgeries, she had difficulty walking along with other hindering ailments and needed to be observed 24-7. However, speaking with Mr. Ernie this morning, she is moving about, falling, and her health has improved uh, without falling, and her health has improved overall. Thank you, Lord, for Mrs. Bertha's healing. Praise you, Lord. And one of our prayer points during the fast is asking the Lord to show us the truth about ourselves. On Monday, the Lord revealed to me through a dream that there are evil altars in place that's been hindering my life, destiny, and prosperity. He also revealed the person and a person's behind the wickedness. With that said, I continue to fast and pray for the victory has already been won through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, in advance for the victory. Hallelujah. And Amy Miller has a praise report. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving me grace and peace with the outcome of our HOA denying our choice. But praise God, we're at peace with it and moving on to better and more important things regarding God's will. And Kevin has a praise report. I recently attended an event on behalf of my employer where I was supposed to find prospective clients. I met someone who may have potential but learned their business is based off virtual reality technology. Over the next several days, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me not to pursue the opportunity because of the virtual reality. The enemy was telling me lies, such as I am obligated to pursue our opportunity because of the money my company paid me to send me to the event. I wanted to be obedient, so I tore up the business card, committed to the Lord not to pursue anything, but God, when he told me that he would replace it, he did it with something else. Well, he did. Only a few hours later, someone referred me a very large client who's signing the paperwork next week. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Amori says, I want to thank you, Lord, for life lessons that you are teaching me every day. I thank you for loving me no matter what. Thank you for being my father when my earthly one abandoned me. Thank you for transforming me into the woman of God each day and every day. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. And Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. I thank the Lord for blessing me to drive on a road that I haven't driven before, making the experience 
extremely pleasant and giving me godly confidence. Also, I thank the Lord for blessing of binding and loosening, and this is applicable even to ordinary issues that we encounter. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Bless your holy name. Now, these are wonderful, awesome praise reports. We just praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus, for these wonderful praise reports. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What awesome praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Brother Bill. Now, Saint, I have to admit, these praise reports are very, very good. They're very good. You're doing just fine. You're doing well. I'm proud of you. And so is the Lord. Now, I need you to come into agreement with me about something. I had to uh, mail a package to one of our sisters. And she lives across the across the ocean. And she hasn't received it yet. And she should have received it by now. And so, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that it will arrive on angels' wings in Jesus' name. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We thank you, Lord, that you get involved in even the smallest things in our lives. At least they seem small to us, but to you it's just a manifestation of your love for us. Amen. So we want to thank you for that, Lord. So, All right, Lord. Thank you. That's what you want me to do. I want to encourage you to continue to put your um, praise reports in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. I know that there's some more people that have praise reports. Yes, there are. But you need to put them in there, even if you think they're tiny and minute. Oh, it doesn't sound as grand as so-and-so's. We're not comparing them. We're receiving them with gratitude. Amen? So even if you think yours is very small, so what? God loves you too. That's just your opinion. Amen? Amen. So share your praise reports with us. Amen, amen, amen. Share your praise reports with us. Amen. So, tonight, oh, tonight, no, we're going to talk about that. Okay. We have some important adjudications for the righteous judge, and we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Sudan continues to peer into the precipice of a full-scale Civil War, as the battle between two rival generals for control of the capital of Khartoum, which has now lasted two weeks, results in an escalating death toll. 
So if this continues, they're going to kill more people. I don't think that's what God's wanting right now. Dozens of nations have been rushing for days to evacuate their citizens via military transport aircraft, ships, and cross-border land routes into Ethiopia and its neighbors, but not the United States. CNN released a report on Friday that was surprisingly blunt in its criticism of the Biden administration. As the crisis in Sudan persists, many Americans are feeling abandoned by their government and left to navigate the complex and perilous situation on their own, starting to sound like Afghanistan. This has caused mounting anger among them. CNN adds that evacuation efforts are underway in a multitude of other nations a Turkish C-130 evacuation flight encountered a small arms fire while landing outside the capital. The Chinese government has successfully evacuated over 1,300 of its citizens, and state media has confirmed ongoing evacuation operations by both land and sea. CNN's Muna Dowd, whose parents were forced to flee to Saudi Arabia via Port Sudan, said she was extremely shocked and disgusted by America's lack of response to the health and safety of its citizens, much different stateside. And I hate to say that, but it's, it's the truth. CNN continued that although several nations have evacuated their citizens, the U.S. government has maintained that conditions do not permit a civilian evacuation. This weekend, all U.S. government personnel were evacuated during a military operation. Officials from the United States have stated that they are in close communication with American citizens and actively facilitating their departure from Sudan. CNN spoke with multiple individuals whose family members are among the dozens of Americans who wish to leave Sudan. According to these individuals, the State Department has provided barely any assistance since the outbreak of deadly violence between the Sudanese Armed Forces and Rapid Support Forces more than a week ago. The embassy and State Department were deemed useless by a second American stranded in Sudan. Imad stated in an interview, the State Department was useless, utterly useless throughout this entire period. One would expect the department to provide some sort of guidance, but all that was provided was a generic template with no vital information. Already, two Americans have been killed, and due to a lack of formal U.S. endeavors to evacuate citizens safely, more individuals are coming close to being shot in near-miss situations. In the meantime, Chinese media commentators are ridiculing and revealing the Biden administration's latest show of weakness. 
the Chinese Foreign Ministry has confirmed that the PLA Navy will assist in evacuating Chinese nationals from Sudan. A defense ministry spokesman announced Thursday that more Navy ships are en route. Already, Chinese evacuation ships have been observed in Red Sea locations in Sudan. In response to the ongoing deterioration of Sudan's security situation, the Chinese army dispatched naval vessels to Sudan on April 26 to evacuate and transport Chinese citizens. More than 1,300 Chinese citizens have already fled, and more are leaving via land border. Wait a minute, I lost my spot. Tan said, protecting the lives and property of Chinese personnel in Sudan was important. More than 1,300 Chinese citizens have been transferred safely to date, and some have already left Sudan aboard Chinese warships and boats while others are on their way out, Tan explained. Jordan has also organized military transport flights to and from the troubled capital. It is amusing that the United States can invade countries on a whim but not rescue citizens. Where is Joe Biden? Is a query many of the 16,000 Americans, likely dual nationals, continue to ask. Despite a ceasefire, heavy explosions and gunfire have continued to shake sections of the capital of Sudan and its twin city, Omdurman. At least 500 persons have been slain, including two Americans, as the power struggle, two rival generals representing the Sudanese armed forces and the paramilitary Group Rapid Support Forces enters its second week. More than a week has passed since a massive international evacuation effort began in which numerous nations have sent military air transport aircraft. However, the administration of the United States has stated that it is not conducting a large-scale evacuation operation for the approximately 16,000 U.S. citizens who reside in Sudan, the majority of whom are dual nationals who have made the country their home. New reports indicate that a Turkish evacuation plane was fired upon landing at Wadi Saidita Airport outside of Katorm, jeopardizing this international rescue effort. The fuel supply system of the C-130 aircraft was damaged by ground bombardment. The National Army claimed that the rapid support forces of General Mohammed Dagalo attacked the aircraft as it landed. Still, the RSF dismissed the claim as lies disseminated by the National Army. The AFP reports that 74 people were killed in two days of violence in the capital of West Afar. And this may indicate a slide toward a full-scale civil conflict in other parts of the country. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are requesting adjudications. And we are on these situations, and you know the scope of them uh, better than we do. And we are asking for answers and solutions 
for those U.S. citizens, those 16,000 that are there. They're in harm's way, Father, and their lives are in danger. So we plead the blood of Jesus over them. We ask you, Father, to calm their fears and to make a way for them to get out. If Joe Biden won't do it, Lord, you can do it. So we thank you and we give you praise for the adjudications of the righteous judge in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Hunter Biden, who sues the proprietor of a computer repair business for invading his privacy by providing his alleged laptop's information to his political adversaries. (coughs) Hunter Biden, son of President Joe Biden, sued the owner of a computer repair shop in Delaware for invasion of privacy after the shop delivered Biden's laptop political opponents. The case filed by Biden's attorney on Friday is a countersuit to one brought by the owner of the repair shop, John Paul Mac Isaac. Oh, that was an interesting name. The complaint alleges that Mac Isaac intended and knew or should have known that those to whom he supplied the material he thought belonged to Mr. Biden would attempt to use it against then-candidate Joe Biden, and by doing so, help then President Trump. <coughs> the lawsuit said Mac Isaac disclosed Biden's sensitive confidential information on the laptop. Hunter Biden allegedly brought his water damaged laptop to Mike Mac Isaac's store in Wilmington, Delaware in April twenty nineteen and asked him to retrieve the data. McIsaac could do so, but the facts he observed on the laptop concerned him. After 90 days, Hunter Biden failed to pick up the laptop. McIsaac became the owner of the laptop that Biden failed to retrieve. Isaac claims he, he forwarded it to the FBI, but eight months later, as the election approached, he received no response and saw nothing in the media. Rudy Giuliani, who represented former President Donald Trump at the time, was then informed about the laptop. In 2020, the New York Post published the contents of the laptop. Social media platforms blocked the news because of allegations that the laptop was part of a Russian misinformation effort. The New York Times confirmed in March 2022 that part of the material on the laptop was legitimate. In a November interview with Inside Edition, Mac Isaac stated that he had no remorse but admitted that he feared for his life. Isaac added that if he did not do it, he would be doing the country a disservice. Mac Isaac asserts that he became the legal owner of the laptop when Hunter sent it off to be repaired in April 2019 and failed to retrieve it despite Max Isaac's attempts to contact him. His attorneys claim to have 
a receipt signed by Hunter stating that any unclaimed goods after 90 days will be forfeited. In contrast to Mac Isaac's claim that property left in his shop for 90 days is abandoned property, he admits in his recently published book and other media appearance that he accessed the data regarding Mr. Biden well before 90 days had passed from when he claims any property or data was left in his shop, the lawsuit states. The legal team defending Hunter contended that even if the signed repair authorization form was valid under Delaware law, it would only apply to the equipment itself and not its content. Mm -hmm. The complaint claims the repair authorization form specifies that Isaac's store will make every attempt to secure your data. According to the complaint, customers who sign Mac Isaac's repair authorization form do not surrender any rights under Delaware law over the data included on any equipment. Reliable computer firms and repair technicians frequently remove personal data from traded, abandoned, or left-behind devices. They do not access, copy, and distribute such information as Mac Isaac did. Despite all of the allegations alleged in the complaint, Hunter's counsel declined to claim that the laptop actually belonged to Biden's son. An investigation into the first son and his family's international business connections is being conducted by House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. As President Biden, age 80, mulls a re-election attempt, his long-troubled son, Hunter, has ensured that the top executive will be laden with baggage on the campaign trail. The counterclaim, which draws even more attention to his so-called laptop from hell, also poses a significant danger to President Biden's anticipated re-election efforts. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we're going to read some more about this. But we're thanking you for the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning this matter. Hunter Biden uses... Mm. Okay, I think I did this twice. Yeah, I did. Okay. It showed up twice. Yeah. All right. Oh, We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning all except three states in the United States have approved or are considering passing legislation safeguarding parents' rights to prevent their children from being exposed to gender ideology in the classroom. More than 200 New Hampshire residents showed up this past week to support proposed parental rights legislation, making the Granite State one of the states receiving the most attention from observers of pending legislation. The gay Republican from New Hampshire, Dan Ennis, told media outlets that he thinks the increasing popularity of parental rights measures is because the transgender movement's exclusion of parents from the decision-making process regarding their children goes just too far, even in the eyes of liberals. However, LGBTQ 
groups and teachers unions have voiced concerns that these parental rights measures put children in dangerous situations by removing the safe space of a trusted adult at school where they can talk about their gender identity without fear of retaliation. The American Civil Liberties Union has just created an interactive map depicting the locations of more than 460 pieces of anti-LGBTQ legislation presently pending across the United States, including one in New Hampshire. A total of 220 laws apply to public schools and are divided among 47 states, the most liberal of which is California. A review of these bills reveals that the vast majority seek to protect the rights of parents by mandating that they be informed about their children's involvement in extracurricular activities, including the teaching of sexuality and gender identity, the use of preferred pronouns, and the adoption of a name other than the one given at birth. Only in New York, Wyoming, and Nevada, where a parental rights measure seeking notification requirements about gender ideology was just defeated. There is no pending legislation related to parental rights or gender. In highly conservative Wyoming, Republican lawmakers submitted multiple bills. Still, Speaker of the House Albert Summers shocked his party by preventing their introduction. When Summers' decision spread nationwide, his fellow Republicans accused him of capitulating to teachers' unions. Summers claimed he opposed the legislation because it would have usurped the power of state and local school boards. The ACLU's map showed that Illinois was one, just one of four states without any bills related to gender ideology in schools. In response to what co-sponsor Sponsor Representative Mary Miller has dubbed dangerous transgender policy in schools. Republicans have presented legislation to address the issue. Despite the lack of parental rights legislation in those areas, the ACLU included them on their map because of a proposed ban on male students engaging in female sports in public schools. Except for the conservative states of Connecticut and Vermont, the other four states that make up one of the most liberal regions in the United States all have parental rights laws geared at gender identity issues in schools. This includes the bluest state in the country, Massachusetts. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives took a historic step last month when it passed a bill expanding parental rights nationwide. The school's failure to inform parents about efforts to change their their children's gender identity has drawn criticism even from New York's liberal Westchester County. Strange bedfellows have emerged from the discussion, such as the Christian group Child Parents' Rights and the LGBT rights group Gays Against Groomers, both of which have advocated for parental rights legislation. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a bipartisan group of lawmakers is pursuing legislation to prevent the Pentagon from using artificial intelligence 
to launch nuclear weapons. The block nuclear launch by Autonomous Artificial Intelligence Act, Act aims to safeguard the nuclear command and control process from future policy changes that might allow artificial intelligence to make nuclear launch and targeting decisions. Representative Ken Buck, Don Bayer, and Ted Lau, and Senator Edward Markey introduced the legislation to both chambers of Congress on April 26. While U.S. military use of artificial intelligence can be appropriate for enhancing national security purposes, use of AI for deploying nuclear weapons without a human chain of command and control is reckless, dangerous, and should be prohibited, Buck said in a prepared statement. I am proud to co-sponsor this legislation to ensure that human beings, not machines, have the final say over the most critical and sensitive military decisions. The Pentagon's 2022 Nuclear Posture Review maintains that its current policy is is to maintain a human in the loop for all actions critical to informing and executing decisions by the president to initiate and terminate, terminate nuclear weapon employment. That policy appears informal, however, and doesn't apply to non-nuclear autonomous lethal systems that, despite popular misconception, are not prohibited by the Pentagon. The bill would codify the Pentagon's existing policy on artificial intelligence and nuclear weapons by mandating that no federal funds could be used for the launch of any nuclear weapon by an automated system without meaningful human control. Meaningful human control, according to the bill, would include human decision-making over the selection and engagement of nuclear, nuclear targets and the time, location, and manner of such use. Artificial intelligence technology is developing at an extremely rapid pace, Lau said. We will all try to grapple with the pace at which AI is accelerating. The future of AI and its role in society remains unclear. AI can never be a substitute for human judgment when it comes to launching nuclear weapons. Since the Cold War, the United States has maintained a number of second strike nuclear capabilities on what is called launch on warning status. This means that the nation will launch nuclear weapons at a perceived nuclear aggressor upon detecting incoming missiles rather than waiting to verify that the nation has actually been struck by such an attack. According to the Pentagon's 2022 China Power Report, China is also implementing a launch on warning protocol called Early Warning Counter-Strike, under which a warning of a missile strike leads to a counter-strike before an enemy first strike can detonate and has conducted exercises involving launch-on warning nuclear responses since at least 2017. Thus, should either nation allow... AI to make decisions about nuclear launches 
a false positive on nuclear tracking systems could quickly escalate into a full-blown nuclear war. Such a scenario could be an exacerbate could be exacerbated by other recent technological developments, including China's development of technologies that could seize or otherwise interfere with U.S. satellite infrastructure, including missile targeting systems. As we live in an increasingly digital age, we need to ensure that humans hold the power alone to command, control, and launch nuclear weapons, not robots, said Markey. We need to keep humans in the loop on making life or death decisions to use deadly force, especially for our most dangerous weapons. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the United Nations Emergency Relief Coordinator, Martin Griffiths, has been appointed to lead the international body's effort to mediate the crisis in Sudan. Violence between rival military factions in the East African country entered its third week, even as a ceasefire was extended on Sunday for another 72 hours. I am on my way to the region to explore how we can bring immediate relief to the millions of people whose lives have turned upside down overnight, Griffiths said on Sunday night. After the United Nations Secretary General General Antonio Guterres named him as a special envoy, the scale and speed of what is unfolding is unprecedented in Sudan. Uh, The spokesman Stephanie Dujaric said in a statement announcing Griffiths' immediate deployment, Around 500 civilians are thought to have lost their lives since the conflict broke out in the politically turbulent country on April 15th between armed forces controlled by Abdel Fattah and those controlled by Mohammed Hamdan Daglo, otherwise known as Hamdidi. Who is the commander of the paramilitary rapid support forces? On Sunday, both sides agreed to extend the humanitarian ceasefire for another 72 hours, but accused the other of violations and maintained the right to respond in event of transgression. None of the previous truces have firmly taken hold as violence continues in the country's capital, which has reported widespread outages of electricity as well as food and water shortages. The worsening armed conflict could prompt a full-blown civil war, which would be a nightmare for the world. Former Sudanese Prime Minister Abdallah Hamdok warned on Saturday, God forbid if Sudan is to reach a point of civil war proper, he said. Speaking at an event in Nairobi, Kenya, He added that he believes civil wars in Syria, Yemen, and Libya would be small play compared to what he fears might break out in Sudan. So we are thanking the Lord. Amen. We are thanking the Lord for his adjudications. Amen. Concerning such, in Jesus' name, amen.
We are thanking the Lord. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for listening to our prayer request. We want to thank you for blessing our time of seeking your face concerning our sister's situation. We ask you to sanctify it. Amen. We ask you to sanctify it, Lord. And we ask you to touch, Lord, to do that that needs to be done. Brother Marshall, you there? Hello? Hello? Okay. I was just wanting to make sure you were there. Yeah, I am, actually. All right. Go ahead. You can go ahead and pray. I was just trying to make sure you were there. My Father, you said that you be on earth, a great testimony, and ask for trouble down my Father, which is in heaven. You made it abundantly clear in your word in Second Peter 3 and 9 that you don't want any to perish, Lord. So, Father, you can grant those involved. It's not just the issue in, in Sudan, but especially in that issue, Lord. And all around the world, all the different issues where the multiple factions being stirred up by not just the people in a local country, but the people that are being uh, behind the scenes, probably being influenced by uh, more than one other country, to grant them the gifts of repentance that they can receive it, Father God, in Jesus' name, and save all their children, because you made that abundantly clear. That's your will. Because Jesus says in, in Matthew 18, 14, Lord, is that when any should perish? And he said that you don't want one of these little ones to perish, Lord. So the children, all the children in every area, Father God, not just those being affected in the public schools in the United States, but all the schools around the world, Father God, and all the people, even in Sudan, Father God, including the children that are, that are nationals. They, that's where they live. That's where they were born. That's where they consider home. Father God, they don't want to have strife and violence and, and uh, bloodshed. They don't want to have we bind every one of those spirits trying to cause fear. Because, Father God, that's not your desire. You don't give us that. Where does it come from? Oh, because the only wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. And you said in, I think it's, it's in 1 Corinthians 3, is that you've given us all things. What's all things? Life and death. Oh, join yours with Christ? Oh, so we ask, we speak life to all those in harm's way, including the children in the United States and the children in Sudan and every other place, Father God. All the big children, little children, some of the big children, they think they know a lot and know how to press buttons on computers and they're very smart, but doing technical things and playing with uh, computer games. But maybe they're not so far, so smart about knowing the one who loves them perfectly. So, Father God, <clears throat> you can draw them because there's nobody comes to Lord Jesus say you draw them. So, Father, I think that's over in John 6:44. So, Father, please draw them, the big children too, and the little children. Draw them to the level of their souls, Father, in Jesus' name. Draw each and every one. Draw each and every one, Father, the way you want, Father, in Jesus' name. Because you're also married to the backslider. Those people that said they repented of their sins, they said they asked Jesus once to be their Lord. And now, Father God, they, they've had other lords affecting them. Other lords, whether they're whether they've been blackmailed, 
made that they've been, um, so many people have been um, pushed around, um, controlled against their wills. They buy every one of those witchcraft curses, kind of from ungodly control, because that's all witchcraft falls down to is, is demonic control. We bind every one of those spirits of demonic control, and we send them back on the heads of the demons sending them. Went on to our neighbors, some bold into their bosoms, they were approached, where they were approached the Lord, including the children in harm's way in the public schools and every other place, even the private schools and those, even some of the Christian schools that think it's, oh, well, we, we, we have to be loving because Jesus is loving. He, he, he loved the sinner, didn't he? You know, well, he did. He loved, he loved the free human, but he didn't love the demons that win them. And he can make a distinction between those that are righteous and those that aren't. Even John the Baptist says to the Pharisees, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? There is a wrath to come because God absolutely detests and hates all sinners, any kind of sin, especially the sin of pride and all that sort of thing, Father. So, Father, all those behind this so-called Biden regime, Father, whether it's actually Joe Biden, one of his doubles, or whoever that's handling them, or all the different handlers. We cancel all the assignment of all the different handlers in Jesus, and all the trigger tones, trigger words in Jesus' name, controlling all the various handlers of every, everyone involved in all this business, Father God, including those in the, in the public arena, Father God, whether it be in, in uh, things like Facebook and things like uh, the, the so-called mainstream news media. And we thank you, Father God, that that even with Tucker Carlson being kind of pushed aside for whatever that's going on, I'm not quite sure what that's all about. But that was some amazing flood of information coming up from somebody who still works there, which if they were concerned about Tucker getting out too much information, that person gave out a whole lot of information about things that are going on, not just with well, Hunter's laptop. That's a distraction at this point. Most people already heard about that probably over a year ago, maybe much more than that. Father God. So that's not like a big surprising thing. It's all a distraction. But what's the plan? All the enemy's plans very clear. And he has a code of ethics. He has to tell people what they're going to do. Kind of like what happened before, um, uh, what was it, the, the hurricane that hit uh, New Orleans. They talked about that rather blatantly. They had a movie that came out before the uh, the train derailment in uh, in uh, West Ohio, whatever, the western part of Ohio, it's on the border of Pennsylvania, about a year before. To say, oh, there's going to be a train demand. It's going to be terrible, toxic things. They're awful, awful. Well, because if people go, oh, that's a really entertaining movie, <laughs> that, that they actually don't know that they're giving consent. Just like when the husband and wife are going to get married, does anybody object that they give their, you know, stand up and object to it? Kind of like when a, back in the day, back in the day when the father was supposed to be father and his best head of the household, back in the day, like in, I think it's the book of Numbers, uh, chapter twenty, chapter thirty, I think it is. It says if if a, an underage daughter uh, makes a, a a vow that the father could disallow it, or his wife makes a vow, you know, oh, I want to support the LGBTQ. Well, you know, the father could say if they didn't have that. Well, maybe they did. God knows that, that kind of thing back then. And the father could say, no, I, I don't think my wife's going to support that, <clears throat> and he could disavow it. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for interfering, inter stepping in in between those people that are making presumptuous vows, presumptuous pledges to help children, uh, help them with their uh, emotional decisions concerning what gender do I want to be today? How about what species do I want to be? Do I want to be a kitty cat? Do I want to be a, a, a dinosaur? What do I want to be today? It's great fun. Maybe I'll be a frog. <clears throat> Doesn't that remind us of the people <clears throat> that worship frogs in Israel? I mean, not Israel, the Egyptians 
in Egypt when they when the Israelis were coming, the Jewish people were coming out of Egypt. Because in the things that, that Moses' father-in-law said, the things that they that they were so proud of, that's where God hit them. That's where He got them, where they were most proud. <clears throat> How about people? Let's let's make America great again. America is great, great, great. Well, it used to be great because it was a country founded on Christian, real Christian principles about love your neighbor yourself, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and people praying for their troops and praying for for the righteous decisions by their leaders. And we do pray for our leaders, Father God. Those leaders that are actually elected, or some of them maybe, and those that have been selected or just placed there or appointed in other places, including various school boards. Father God, we pray for those in, in positions of leadership in any area, including corporations, to make the right choices, Father God, in Jesus' name, not just at places like Google and Apple and places like that, but all the different Every different areas, Father God, to make the right choices, including those in the U.S. Congress, Father God. <clears throat> and we thank for them, some of them actually making a law to say, you know, we, don't, we shouldn't just have a little AI automated uh, instant uh, Third World War, Fourth World War, Fifth, whatever it is. Uh, some people say we're already in the middle of Fourth World War. Some people say the, the war against terror was the Third World War, and that's already over. God knows. I don't know. Some people know better than I do think that. But we know there's an ongoing battle, definitely a battle in this bush. A lot of people know about that thing, that, uh, you know, from the book of Revelation that the archangel Michael was fighting. And because we know the end of it all, Father, that Jesus has all power in heaven and earth, and he wins. He's coming back to rule and reign. He's that rock. He's that rock that, that Daniel talked about many, many years before it was going to happen. He's the rock that's going to—he's going to, he's cut out of the mountain without hands. You don't need a mason to cut that rock out. Isn't that interesting? You don't need a mason, a stone mason. No, you don't need any kind of a mason, even people who worship a false god. Uh, you don't need any kind of idolater to um, to pull out that stone, because they worship a different stone. And Father, we ask you to deliver us from all the witchcraft uh, covens gathering, especially on the full moon coming up, which I think is coming up on Cinco de Mayo in just a couple of days, Father. The full moon coming up, Father, we cancel all the word curses, the, the plants, hexes, vexes, curses that they're trying to send forth, and all that they've already done gathering things together for their full moon sacrifices, Father God. We, we ask you to deliver the children and the animals and all those in harm's way from their, from their grip and their clutches, Father God. Your arm's not too short to save, and you know what's going on. You know what everyone's doing, even when we're, each of us are asleep. You know what we're dreaming and why, where the thoughts came from. And what was it, something we ate? Or was it the TV we had droning on in the background instead of the Bible? Father God, we ask you, Father God, deliver those that claim to be Christians. Oh, all of us, Father God. They claim to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus and be saved, Father God, to actually walk in the Spirit, to actually do what you tell us to do. To listen to us, we hold every thought captive, each of us and those any of us can stand in for, our family members. And we ask you, Father God, to send your angels to read the word of God over each one, Father God, that they might hear the real word. Because faith does come, as Sabrina pointed out in, in, in the book, in Romans ten seventeen. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. So for all these people, Father God, in the school boards, trying to make decisions in the military, whether they're putting on their patent leather sandals or whether they're putting on their their work boots, whatever kind of military they're in, Father God, not just in the United States, but in Sudan and every area, Father God. 
whether they're being funded by Russia or being funded by the United States, maybe the CIA or whoever's funding them to cause strife, because this didn't just happen in a vacuum, Father God. It didn't just happen as a little mistake, I don't think. Of course, then they got I don't know. I don't have any inside information. I don't know, but you know everything, Lord. All things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do, like it says in Hebrews 4. You know what's going on, Father God, and why. And why it's happening now. Is it part of a distraction from something else, like they're doing with a monetary system? Is it part of the distraction? Part of the distraction? They're kind of, oh, don't worry about those banks closing. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Fine, 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 fine. Because we're going to move you into a different system. Well, what's the, oh, really? Anyway, so, Father, we ask you to calm the, your own people, Father God, because you've always provided all of our needs according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. None of us knit ourselves together in our mother's wombs. We weren't there. Well, we were there. But we weren't making the decisions, were we? No, I, I wouldn't have brown eyes. No, I wouldn't have a darker skin. I wouldn't have a lighter skin. I wouldn't have curly hair, straight hair. We weren't making those decisions, were we? You're making those decisions because we're not put here for our pleasure. We're put here for your good pleasure. And you love each and every human being, including those making the decisions, Father God. They're real human beings, Father. And those that have had... Things put into them to cause them to be controlled from without or even from within, because it says from within, out of the heart of man, proceed all these kind of evil things, like it says in Mark chapter 7. I know it's in Matthew also. What proceeds out of the heart? Oh, fornication, adultery, and all the nasty, nasty things about wanting to have sex with children, not a nice thing, pedophilia. Has it been going on for a while? Oh, <laughs> more longer than we ever knew. Father God, and all the nasty, nasty things that are going on with the different people, the different cartels, not just the ones from Mexico. How about the uh, Farmacia Sorcery and Witchcraft cartels that are run in open, plain sight on the news media, sponsored by our friends at this particular drug company or that particular drug company. So we thank you, Father God. They pretend to be our friends. They pretend to have our best interests at heart. The doctors, well, they only want to do what's right because they're trained in medical school or, or brainwashed in medical school, some of them, because they do this algorithm, do it just this way. Only give these drugs. You can't think outside the box because, you know, we'll, take, we'll jerk your license. Who gave you the license? Why do we need a license? Father God, we ask you, Father God, for your adjudication, intervention, every one of these different items that Pastor Sabrina's read through, Father. And we thank you for hearing our prayers, not for our sake, but for the Lord's sake. Thank you, Jesus, in ever living to make intercession for each one of us. Satan, you and all your underlings are bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy. Zeus is bound. Every spirit in the body of Christ. You know, our real riches don't have to do with X's and O's and a computer at a bank. No, our real riches have to do with what we laid up in heaven. Where do we lay? Where do we have our heart? It's where we lay up our treasures. Are we laying up in heaven? Do we care about the widows and the orphans? Not just in, in Sudan, not just in Ukraine. Every nation. How about the United States? How about this nation? It used to be a nation anyway. It used to be a republic. And now they like to call it something else. Now they like to call it a, uh, a corporation. They like to call it a democratic, a democrat corporation. And the, uh, Father, we ask for your intervention, Father, to overthrow what the banksters are trying to do. All those, all those people at high levels trying to pull the strings like they've been doing for decades and decades and decades. That, you know, send all the American troops in there. We're going to have a little war here to keep this currency going, to keep that going. We ask you, Father God, for your intervention concerning what's going on and all these decisions concerning 
proper response. I don't actually think the nuclear uh, weapon problem is much of a problem. I don't think they really consider using that and more to scare people or maybe put a dirty bomb out there to cause more fear. That They like to do that kind of thing. They love to fear porn. But what's, what's the real thing? Uh, the real thing is what they're not telling people about. Uh, the next planned demic. Uh, they're going to, you, you know, you know that they, they said the last one was over, and then within three days, behind the scenes, it's oh, we're going to reinstate it. Why? Because, oh, there's a little, little scuttlebutt about this, a little, little thing about that. So, Father God, you said if we drink any desert thing, it will not harm us. Not if we run out and go get somebody to jab us with something, unless you tell us to do that, and we better be really, 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 really sure that's you talking to us and not another voice. So, Father God, you said my sheep hear my voice and know them, and they follow me, and the voice of a stranger they will not heed. Father, you said you sent the Holy Ghost to grant us the gifts that he wants to give us for his purposes. He makes the decisions what gifts we get. Some people have gifts of healing, gifts of miracles. Some people have gifts of discernment. That holiday had a supernatural gift of discernment, Father God, as well as miracles and healings. And, and she definitely walked in love because the faith worketh by love. Help me and all of us, Lord, to be able to walk in love with all those people that say their questions on the front, on the outside, but like the Pharisees, but they kind of don't really want to walk with the Lord. They want to do it according to their nice, familiar religious traditions that don't necessarily honor the Lord. Help me. Help us all, Lord. Father, we ask you to grant all of us every gift we need by your Holy Ghost, Father, in Jesus. That supernatural anointing, Father God, the anointing that removes and destroys the yoke of the enemy, like it says in Isaiah 10, 27. We thank you for that anointing, Father God, because Gideon didn't know what to do. He didn't think he was particularly the big, brave, strong person, Father God. He put out the fleece, this fleece, and put it that way, or let the water be in the fleece, not in the fleece, because he really wanted to be sure that was you, Lord. Because he didn't know how he was going to overcome the Midianites. I think he was the one. But he did. And how did he do it? By just obeying you. And that's how we're going to do it, by just obeying the Lord. Because we overcome evil with good. The original Christian church overcame evil of the Roman Empire by just loving them. Even then, when they were being taken to the whatever, Colosseum or whatever, they just loved the people, Father God. Because your love is stronger than your love is stronger than death. Great things you you do. Great, great, great. One thing, whatever that is, that psalm. It's your loving kindness is better than life. I remember hearing that song. It was put to a song that that particular scripture from uh, what was it Psalm sixty three or something like that. Your your love is better than life. How, his his loving kindness is better than life. What's his loving kindness? Oh, because. Jesus poured out his blood, the blood of the creator God, to show us how much he loves each one of us so that we wouldn't have to be biting our nails. Well, what am I going to do if the bank? What am I going to do if this happens or that happens? So we don't live by the what ifs because that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to be in fear and torment and anxiety, but you said that will keep him in perfect peace. His mind has stayed on me. Have you fed us before for however many meals most of us have been here? Even if you're only 12 years old, you probably had more than, you know, a couple hundred thousand meals. I don't know. And maybe the snacks, the kids like to eat a lot. 
Father God, we thank you for providing all of our needs. I'm asking you to bless the food, the drink, the water, all we're privileged to take advantage, take out what's bad or unnecessary, and put in what's good, Father God, because you can change it, Father God. You were able to bless the bitter water, Father God. In that scripture, just before Pastor Sabrina has alluded to, and some other saints, and I have too, in, uh, where is that, Exodus 15, 26, the scripture just before that, because as Moses asked you, Lord, what do I do about this bitter water? He says, I'll put the tree in the bitter water. It's going to make it sweet. Oh, there it is. Now it's nice and sweet. Hey, you can drink it now, folks. It's not going to hurt you. And Father God, you said that we can do greater things than, than Jesus did. Did he change the water into wine? Yeah. Have we been washed in the water of the word? Because he says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, that's being washed in the water of the word. And what, what else did he do? Oh, he found his water poured forth. And, and, and when he hung on the tree, he didn't just come by water only, but by water and blood. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Faith in his blood covenant. This is the, this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Faith to know that he's alive right now, and he's ever living to make intercession for us. His arms are not too short to save. He's never going to leave us or forsake us. And many, many, many people in harm's way have been rescued by the Lord. So, Father, we can't rescue ourselves. We claim all the benefits of Proverbs 3, Father God. We don't lean on our own understanding. We look to you, Lord, to rescue us in all those in harm's way, including those in the, in the, in the military area of the United States and other militaries, Father God. Others have been brainwashed, Father God. Deliver them from the woke generation, from all the demons, Father God, associated with that, Father God. Deliver them, because the military has always had different kinds of uh, control, trying to con- make sure the troops are obedient to their, to their commanders, which has some sense if you're sending them out to do something that's supposedly righteous. But if they're not doing something righteous, Father God, maybe that's not such a good thing. Father, we ask for your help and intervention in every one of these areas. So Satan, you're bound to all. Your underlings are bound, named and not named, coming against all those you're interceded for in Jesus' name. From our position, Satan, heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse, verses 4 to 6, according to Proverbs 18, 10, according to the end of all of Psalm 91, including the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me, because she set her love upon me. We set a love upon you, Lord Jesus, because you loved us first. Because he set his love upon me, therefore I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he hath known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. And I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. We thank you for promising to show us our salvation, Lord. Because you said all flesh, I think it's in Psalm 88, has seen the salvation of the Lord. And we see you, Lord, that you hung on that tree. And your eyes red with wine. We want to see it that way rather than your eyes as a flame of fire for judgment. Because we know many, many people are going to make a valid decision, Father God, very soon, or relatively soon. I mean, it's been the last days for 6,000 years, but it looks like it's getting closer. But wars and rumors of wars seem to be, you know, more earthquakes and more all this and that. Father God, and, and, and help all those, Father God. Deliver those from hunger, Father God, including the Southern Hemisphere, Father God, where they had an earthquake that's affecting the crop fields. Deliver all those in harm's way, Father God, in every area, Father God, not just in South America, every every area, Father God, in Jesus' name, including the, including the animals. Because so all creation groans for the manifestation of the sons of God, Father God, all the, all the people in harm's way, Father God, and deliver us from every plan of the enemy to pollute the waters, the air, and our minds and our hearts, Father. And you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered, including all the children. Deliver those that are trying to be polluted 
by, by their teachers and then the other by the news media, by the social media, Father God, all those things, Father God. Deliver the children, Father God, and all those in harm's way, Father God, including those in, in Sudan, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask for your to send uh, warring linking angels. Jesus said things I have done, you were doing greater things. And he said he can ask for more than 12 legions of angels. So we're asking you to send as many angels as you deem appropriate, warring angels, whatever angels you deem to be appropriate, Father God, because you created them, you spoke them to being, and they're there for the benefit of your saints, your servants, Father God, like it says in, in Hebrews 1.14. So we thank you for sending your angels to fight for those that are and will be your servants, those that have even been backslidden, Father God, that are coming back into the body of Christ to deliver them from, from the spirits of stinking thinking. So read the word of God over them, Father God, so they can hear that, oh, you know, there's only one name above all names. It's not Trump. It's not Biden. It's not uh, whoever the latest leader is, uh, Mao Zedong or Khrushchev or, or the Vladimir this or, or anybody. It's, it's, it's who? It's Jesus. And his name means what? Savior. Because the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. So we thank you for saving us all, and we give you praise and honor and glory that you began a good work, and each one of us has carried it on to completion. <clears throat> You'll not forsake the work of your own hands, Lord. And you'll have to change our hearts, Father God. Even as we gaze into your eyes with open face like a little child on a Christmas morn, little child, I mean, it's for me? Jesus bought, bought eternal life for me? Oh, what did he do? Oh, he poured out his soul for me. I and my mommy and my daddy too. I just have to believe. Heard about a little boy who was on a on a boat, maybe like some of those people who were being rescued by the different navies, whether it's the the Chinese navy from Sudan. A little boy on a boat who actually believed in Jesus with all his heart. And it was a terrible storm and the people ah, you know, kind of freaking out like the the people when um what was his name? Jonah, who was, uh, before he was thrown on the water, you know, the, the sailors were quite upset because they were in a terrible storm. The little boy believed, and he just spoke to the weather, and he spoke to the sea, and it was calm. Increase our faith, Lord. Spend us to do, help us to, to do what you tell us to do, to listen to your word, whether it's play back on MP3 player or you know, cassette tape or whatever. Pastor, I was at church for many years. He had the whole Bible on cassette tapes. He wore out the first set of tapes. He got another set. He wore them out, too. So he listened to the Word a lot. But he still wasn't perfect either. He says, all of us are like vanity apart from you, Jesus. It's your righteousness in us. It's your gift of righteousness. You fill us with your spirit. It says, all it's kind of about that. I forgot, I, this, at least three, four or five places in the scripture talks about the, all the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And I think that fits in with that, that open vision of that dream, whether that fellow had Tommy Hicks uh, back in Canada and wherever the year that was, in, in, was it in the summertime, July or something like that, 
Jesus, can anything else get shall be done in my Father who is in heaven. And we thank you for the 